听，鸟儿的欢鸣，溪水的婉转。听，爱与恨，悲与喜，苦与乐，得与失。听，跳跃的文字，灵动的声音。You're listening to Morse Read。欢迎收听轻松调频美文阅读 Morse Read， 我是沈听。让我们在这里一起听美文、学英语。今天我们将会听到英国作家鲁德亚德·吉卜林的一句话，爱尔兰诗人威廉·巴特勒·叶芝的一首诗歌《The Coming of Wisdom with Time》，以及由美国著名作家海明威所写的一篇短篇小说《Pursuit as Happiness》。More to read， 用文字抒发感情，用文字诉说故事，用文字。Daily quote. We are all islands, shouting lies to each other across seas of misunderstanding. Rudyard Kipling. We are all islands, shouting lies to each other across seas of Rudyard的《吉卜林》，英国著名作家、诗人。1907年，吉卜林获得诺贝尔文学奖，成为英国第一个获得诺贝尔文学奖的人，也是至今诺贝尔文学奖最年轻的获得者。其获奖理由是，
the root is one. Through all the lying days of my youth, I swayed my leaves and flowers in the sun. Now, I may wither into the truth. Sui 我们刚才听到的这首简短的诗歌《The Coming of Wisdom with Time》，随时间而来的智慧，出自爱尔兰诗人威廉·巴特勒·叶芝。英文版本由Mark 当代最伟大的诗人在这首小诗中诗人将自己比作一棵树诗人逐渐回归质朴简洁The Coming of Wisdom with Time William Butler Yeats Though leaves are many, the root is one. Through all the lying days of my youth, I swayed my leaves and flowers in the sun. Now I may wither into the truth. 
，我在阳光下招摇。现在，我萎缩成真理。世界，用心用心聆听。Beauty of words。欧内斯特·米勒尔·海明威，美国作家、记者，被认为是二十世纪最著名的小说家之一。今天我要为大家选读的呢，就是这位著名作家的一部不为人知的短篇小说《Pursuit as Happiness》，以竹为乐。这部小说是海明威的孙子西恩·海明威。在浏览波士顿约翰肯尼迪图书馆和博物馆的海明威藏品时发现的。小说颇具自传色彩，主要讲述海明威和朋友的钓鱼之旅。他们对海洋中最大的马林鱼展开了追捕，而这与海明威的代表作《老人与海》很相似。新海明威说，这个故事的灵感可能来自祖父1933年夏天的一次钓鱼之旅，但他认为这很可能是受几种不同经历的启发。里面有虚构元素，他推定小说的创作时间大约是在1936年至1956年之间。好，下面呢就让我们一起来读一下这部短篇小说的节选片段，中文版本由轻松调频的主持人念希为您朗读，由何之洲翻译。Pursuit as happiness. Ernest Hemingway. 以竹为乐，欧内斯特·海明威。We did not see him again for an hour and twenty minutes. The current was very strong, and it had carried us down to opposite Kohima, which was about six miles from where the fish first sounded. I was tired, but my hands and feet were in good shape. And I was getting line on him now quite steadily, being careful never to pull harshly or to jerk. I could move him now; it wasn't easy, but it was impossible if you kept the line just at this side of the breaking point. We had a good 我累了，但手脚还都好使。我正在不断地收紧钓线，小心翼翼，避免突拉猛拽。我这会儿能拉动它了，虽不够轻松，但还是可能办到。只需确保钓线不至于扯断就行。He's going to come up, Carlos said. Sometimes the great ones do that, and you can gaff them while they are still innocents. Why does he come up now? I asked. He's puzzled, Carlos said, and you're leading him. He doesn't know what it is about. Don't ever let him find out, I said. He'll weigh over nine hundred dressed out, Carlos said. Keep your mouth off of him, Mister Josie said. You don't want to work him any different, Cap. No. He's going to come up, Carlos said. 大家伙有时就这样，趁他们还懵懵懂懂，就能用网钩把他们拉上来。他为何要这会儿游上来呢？我问道。他是闹不清，卡洛斯说，而且你正用线牵着他
，他不知道是咋回事儿。别让他回过神儿来，我说。这条鱼能出九百多磅肉，凯洛斯说。别张口鱼闭口鱼的了，乔西说。你不想换种六法吗，船长？不想。When we saw him, we knew how really big he was. You couldn't say it was frightening, but it was awesome. We saw him slow and quiet, and almost unmoving in the water, with his great pectoral fins like two long purple scythe blades. Then he saw the boat, and the line started to race off the reel as though we were hooked to a motor car, and he started jumping out to the northwest with the water pouring from him at each jump. I had to go into the bow again, and we chased him until he sounded. This time he went down almost opposite the morrow. Then I worked my way back to the stern again. 看见鱼的时候，我们才真的知道它有多大。虽不能说大的吓人，但确实大的让人吃惊。我们看见它慢悠悠的、安静游着，在水中几乎一动不动。巨大的胸鳍像两柄长长的紫色大镰刀。接着。他发现了船，钓线开始从线轴上飞速扯出，我们就像勾住了一辆汽车一样。他开始沿着西北方向跃出水面，每跳一次都掀起水浪。我不得不再次走到船头的位置，我们追着他跑，直到他钻到水下。他这次几乎是逆着莫罗城堡的方向下潜逃跑的。之后，我慢慢挪步回到船尾。Do you want a drink, Cap? Mister Juicy asked. No, I said. Get Carlos to put some oil in the reel and not spill it, and put some more salt water on me. Can't I get you anything, really, Cap? Two hands and a new back, I said. The next time we saw him was an hour and a half later, well past Kohima, and he jumped and ran again, and I had to go into the bow while we chased him. When I got back to the stern and could sit down again, Mister Josie said, "How is he, Cap? He's just the same as always, but the temper is starting to go out of the rods. The rod was bent like a full-drawn bow, but now when I lifted, it did not straighten as it should." She's still got some left, Mister Josie said. "You can stick with him forever, Cap. You want some more water on your head?" Not yet, I said. I'm worried about the rod. His weight has just taken the temper out. 要喝一杯吗，船长？乔西问。不用，我说。让卡洛斯给钓线轴上点油。不要搞洒了，再在我身上淋点海水。真不能帮你做点啥吗，船长？给一双手，再让我的背完好如新。我说。我们再次见到他是一个半小时之后，船已远离科西马尔，他跳出水面，再次飞奔起来。紧紧追赶中，我也只好移步到船头的位置。我回到船尾，能再次坐下来的时候，乔西说：“什么情况，船长？从始至终，他一直没啥变化，但是钓竿就快没弹性了。”钓竿弯得像一张拉满的弓，我现在提起来的时候，本该变直的竿并未回直。
还有点弹劲儿。乔西说：“你可以跟鱼一直吊着，船长，还要给你头上淋点水吗？”先别了，我说：“我不放心钓竿，鱼太重，已经把竿掰得没弹劲儿了。” An hour later, the fish was coming in steadily and well, and he was making big, slow circles. He's tired, Carlos said. He's going to come in easy now. The jumping has filled up his air sacs, and he can't go deep. The rod's gone, I said. She won't straighten at all now. It was true. The rod's tip now touched the surface of the water, and when you lifted to raise the fish and to reel to take up line, the rod did not react. It was not a rod any more; it was like a projection of the line. It was still possible to gain a few inches of line each time you lifted, but that was all. 一个小时后，鱼一点一点的顺利靠近，它正兜着大圈游得很慢。他累了，卡洛斯说：“他会很容易贴过来。跳的时候，他钓里面灌满了空气，就没法钻到深水里了。”钓竿完蛋了，我说：“现在一点儿也直不起来了。”是真的，竿头现在垂到水面上。提竿拉鱼和卷钓线的时候，竿毫无反应。现在它不是一根钓竿了，而像是凸出来的一节钓线。虽然每次提竿还能拉起几英寸长的线，但仅此而已。The fish was moving in slow circles, and as he moved on the outgoing half of the circle, he took line off the reel. On the incoming circle, you gained it back, but with the temper gone out of the rod, you could not punish him, and you had no command over him at all. It's bad, Cap," I said to Mister Josie. We called each other Cap interchangeably. If he decided to go down now to die, we'd never get him up. Carlos says he's coming up. He says he caught so much air jumping, he can't go deep and die. He says that this is the way the big ones always act at the end when they've jumped a lot. I counted him jumping thirty-six times, and maybe I missed some. This was one of the longest speeches I had ever heard Mr. Josie make, and I was impressed. Just then, the big fish started down and down and down. I was breaking with both hands on the drum of the reel and keeping the line almost at breaking point, and feeling the metal of the reel drum revolve in slow jerks under my fingers. 鱼正一圈圈的慢慢游着，游出去的时候，它从线轴上拉出钓线。游进来的时候，我再把线拉回来，因为钓竿没了弹劲儿，我就没法让它难受，也就一点儿控制不了它。这糟透了，船长！我对乔西说：“我们互称对方船长。如果他现在要下潜，并就此消失不见的话，我们再也没法把他弄上来。”卡洛斯说：“他要上来的。”说他跳的时候吸进去那么多空气，就沉不下去，没法溜掉了。他说大鱼跳多了，到最后都是这个下场。我数过，他跳了三十六次，可能还漏数了。这是我听过乔西说的最长的话之一，给我留下了深刻的印象。
。就在这时，大鱼开始不停的下潜、下潜、再下潜。我用双手刹住卷线骨轮，弄得掉线都快要崩断了。我的手指紧紧摁住骨轮的金属把手，感觉到它在一蹬一蹬的缓慢转动着。How's the time? I asked Mr. Josie. You've been with him three hours and fifty minutes. I thought you said he couldn't go down and die. I said to Carlos, Hemingway, he has to come up. I know he has to come up. Tell him so. I said. Get him some water, Carlos, Mister Josie said. Don't talk, Cap. The ice water felt good. And I spat it out onto my wrists and told Carlos to pour the rest of the glass on the back of my neck. Sweat sorted the places on my shoulders where the harness had rubbed them bare, but it was so hot in the sun that there was no warm feeling from the blood. It was a July day, and the sun was at noon. 都有多久了？我问乔西。你跟他拉扯三小时五十分钟了。我想你说过他没法钻到水下跑掉的，我对卡洛斯说。海明威，他会上来的，我知道他一定会上来的。那你跟他说吧，我说，给他来点水，卡洛斯。乔西说，别说话了，船长。水冰冰凉凉，感觉很舒坦。我还把水喷到手腕上。告诉卡洛斯，将杯中剩下的水浇到我的后脖子上。我肩膀上被钓具蹭秃噜皮的地方被汗液折得生疼。太阳炙烤着，丝毫感觉不到身上在流血。这是七月的一天，正值中午。Put some more salt water on his head, Mr. Josie said, with a sponge. Just then, the fish stopped taking out line. He hung steady for a time, feeling as solid as though I were hooked to a concrete pier. And then, slowly, he started up. I recovered the line, reeling with the wrist alone, as there was no spring in the rod at all, and it was as limp as a weeping willow. When the fish was about a fathom under the surface. So that we could see him looking like a long purple-striped canoe with two great jutting wings, he started to circle slowly. I held all the tension I could on him to try to shorten the circle. I was holding up to that absolute hardness that indicates the breaking strength of the line when the rod let go. It did not break sharply or suddenly; it just collapsed. Give him the head on his head a little more water. 乔西说：“用海绵。”就在这档口，鱼停止脱线了。有一阵子，它就那样呆着不动，我感觉像是勾住了水泥墩那般沉重。紧接着，它开始慢慢游了上来，钓竿没了弹性，柔软的像一只垂柳。我仅用一只手腕摇着骨轮，拢回钓线。鱼离水面大约一英寻的时候，我们能看清它是那么长，像一只有紫色条纹的长独木舟，伸展着两只巨大的胸鳍，开始慢慢游着圈儿。我卯足劲儿拉紧它，努力缩小它游的圈儿。我尽力死死地拉紧钓线，就要把线给挣断了。这时候，钓竿废掉了
，他不是猛地一下子折断，只是耷拉下来没用了。Carlos was stripping white thirty-six thread line off the big hardy reel, measuring it with his arms extended as he pulled it out through the guides of the rod and dropped it on the deck. I held the fish all that I could with the useless rod, and saw Carlos cut the white line, and pull a long length of it through the guides. Carlos 正从大号的哈迪牌线轴上扯下三十六号的白色吊线，他将线从杆上的导线环里拉出，伸出双臂丈量长度，然后丢到甲板上。我用那根废杆尽全力拉住鱼，看到卡洛斯在剪白色吊线。并将一长段线从导线环中拉出。All right, Cap, I said to Mr. Josie, "You take this line now when he comes in on this circle, and taking enough so Carlos can make the two lines fast. Just take it in soft and easy." The fish came in steadily as he rounded on his circle, and Mr. Josie brought the line in foot by foot. And passed it to Carlos, who was knotting it to the white line. He's got them tied, Mr. Josie said. He still had about a yard of the green fifteen-thread line to spare, and was holding the live line in his fingers as the fish came to the inside limit of his circle. I broke my hands loose from the small rod, laid it down, and took the big rod that Carlos handed me. Cut away when you're ready. I said to Carlos, to Mr. Josie, I said, "Let us slack out, soft and easy, Cap, and I'll use a light, light drag until we get the feel of it." 好了，船长，我对乔西说，现在你拉住这根线，等它转上来的时候就收线，带线长到够卡洛斯把两条线接上，要尽量缓着劲儿拉。鱼转着圈儿，一点点靠近。乔西一段段的拢回吊线，并递给卡洛斯。卡洛斯将其打结到白色吊线上。他把线系好了，乔西说。他还富裕出一码左右长的十五号绿线。鱼游到最内圈的时候，他手里拽着线的活头。我双手松开小号吊杆，将它放下，然后接住卡洛斯递给我的大号杆。准备好了，你就剪线吧。我对卡洛斯说：“我对乔西说，你松线的时候要轻点儿，船长，我会拉得很轻很轻，直到我们感觉到鱼为止。” I was watching the green line and the great fish when Carlos cut. Then I heard a cry such as I have never heard a sane human being make. It was as though you could distill all despair and make it into a sound. Then I saw the green line slowly going through Mr. Josie's fingers, and then watched it go on down, down, and out of sight. Carlos had cut the round loop of the knots he had made. The fish was out of sight. Carlos 剪线的时候，我正盯着那根绿线和那条大鱼。紧接着，我听到一声尖叫，这尖叫。绝无可能从一个正常人嘴里喊出，像是将所有的绝望提炼后迸发出来的声音。我看到绿线从乔西的手里慢慢滑脱，一点点的向下，直到消失不见。卡洛斯剪错了线圈，将他刚刚打结的线
剪断了，鱼从我们视线中消失了。感谢您收听今天的美文阅读节目，您也可以通过云听 App 在线实时收听美文阅读以及轻松调频的其他节目。我是沈听，我们明天见。